Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Morning, da- morning, Danny. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, bud. Good morning. It's, uh, it's a good weekend up here on the hill. Uh, a little bit chilly this morning. Doesn't quite feel like baseball, but we've got baseball this weekend. Yeah, yeah baseball so and you, you, you got baseball, softball, and basketball on, on the hill. Looking I mean, forward to it. Yeah, it's, We're going to be busy this week. Yeah, I was going to say, so, so yeah. Fun time of year. Yeah, people don't think about that, Danny, is that uh, when you have big games like that, you have a sellout. Great way to bring in recruits and just blow them away with that kind of atmosphere and fan support. It is. You know, it it, it translates across all sports. You know, I, a few weeks ago, I forget who Arkansas was playing, but they actually uh, did a, a prospect day, a junior day, as we used to call it, Baz. Right. But, uh, prospect day in conjunction with the basketball game here on campus. I think it's it blew away a lot of recruits and their parents. So anytime you've got an opportunity to get a, a rowdy Razorback crowd together, I think it's good for recruiting. You betcha, you betcha. And uh, of course, you do, not only that, you got you got NBA players coming in. I'm speaking of basketball, but again, just to add to the deal to where if you get a football player coming, how many how many football players are coming in for this weekend? We're, we're actually in a recruiting dead period huh. for football. How about uh, that? Until the end of the month. So I guess another 10 days now until they can get back on campus. So a little <laughs> bit weird that, you know, baseball guys can come in, basketball guys can come in, but football, it's their month to kind of sit back and, and take a little, little bit of a break. So it used to be uh, that February was pretty much wide open for you, and now, you know, everything changes on a what seems like a, a yearly basis with the NCAA recruiting calendar, but that's the case this year. The entire month of February is dead, but uh, come dead. March 1st, uh, it's going to open back up. So we're already looking at March 5th and March 12th as really big recruiting weekends for the football team. Uh, got several kids already lining up visit dates on those two dates in particular. Danny, let's talk about this Quincy Rhodes kid. I mean, he uh, – I watch it, film. He's impressive looking on w- film. W- were you surprised he committed uh, this soon? Or, I mean, was, was it an expected thing? What do you, what do you say? Yeah, it was expected. Uh, RJ, he came up for a visit on January 22nd. He left with an offer. Um, this is an in-state kid. I'm sure people have read about him already throughout the week, but a lot of people don't keep up with recruiting. So we'll touch on it real quick. Quincy Rose, uh, Rhodes is a 6'5", 247-pound defensive end. He actually played at Jacksonville High School this past year, the last two years, really. Now he's back at North Little Rock, obviously a really good program there as well. So, um, you know, he, he came up, he kind of came out of nowhere, to be honest with you. He had a really good junior year, 77 tackles. Again, 6'5", 247. Yeah. That, was, that was his official height and weight here on the hill. So that's not, a, yeah. that's not an increased um, measurement on our part. That's a legit size. As, as Baz talked about there, really impressive film. Uh, this is a time of year where some of these guys can come out of nowhere, and this was the case. Came up, got his offer. We actually had the story written a couple of days after he left here. Um, little Birdie told us, hey, get the story ready. He's, he's committing, uh, I want to say, two days after he left. So we kind of had to sit on it for a couple of weeks. But it, it took him a little bit. I began to, to wonder, okay, are all the big boys coming after him now? What's going on here? But sure enough, RJ, this past week, he, he went ahead and said, you know what? No, no reason to wait any longer. I'm going to go ahead and, and knock this thing out. And he actually jumped immediately to a four-star. 
on 24-7 sports. So they think highly of him, too, the national recruiting team. Now, that's always a good thing because you think about the defensive line recruiting guys. I, I've talked about it, and I don't, I don't want to kill the last position coach that was here last year, but he didn't even get a single visit from a four-star defensive lineman in all of last year. And now to start off this year's class with a four-star commitment on the defensive line, I think it's, it's pretty telling. Well, that, that also tells you why that coach is not here anymore. That's, pr- That's pretty, right. pretty clear. That's right. You know, I, I watched the film of that guy, uh, guys and uh, that young man, and he was not only defensive end, he, not only a tight end, but they had him up at linebacker. I, and, Mike linebacker. Yeah, I mean, and he's 6'5". That guy really 6'5", 230, running like that. I was like, man, that's an impressive-looking kid. And I was also confused because he was wearing black and red. I thought I thought he went to North Little Rock. Uh-huh. And that was when he, I was trying to figure that uh, out. I, I was you. like, yeah, he was playing at Jacksonville. But, yeah, he's a good-looking kid. Who else uh, Who else brought some news to uh, to the table this week? Well, I tell you, staying on that topic of, of four-star defensive linemen, I talked to a good one last night. Kelby Collins is a four-star. He's a top 100 player in the country. Now, I'm not going to sit here and get everybody's hopes up. This right. kid is number 74 in the country. He can go to Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, you name it. Uh, he's got them. But he's a teammate with one of your already committed cornerbacks down in Gardendale, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Dallas Young being the corner. He's working on his teammate here, Kelby Collins, 6'5", 280, interior defensive lineman, as good as anybody in the country, guys. And he, he reached out last night and uh, he said, hey, I just got off the phone with Coach Pittman and the new defensive line coach, Deke Adams. And uh, they're obviously trying to get me up for a visit, and I, I hope to make that visit this spring. So Dallas Young being the teammate, he's, he tried to get him here last month, didn't quite work out again. This guy can go to Clemson, Auburn, all these other places, and he did. So, you know, not to get anybody's hopes up, but that's yet another defensive uh, four-star type defensive line, almost a five-star that they're already getting a look from. There are several others. They've put out a, quite a few new offers this week, and, you know, I don't know how many of them they're going to come away with, but they're swinging for the fences right now, and that's what you like to see this time of year. You know, can you get a Kelby Collins, Caden McDonald out of Georgia, Ashton Porter, four-star kid down in Cypress, Texas, already visited here and uh, probably going to be back again. They're swinging for the fences. We'll see if they can get them. You know, I was going to ask now, did we not uh, – did I hear that it was like number – that right now – if you had to rank the class for 20, is it 2023 that we would yes. be not, uh, top five? Is that right? That four or five? Yeah, right now. I think they're still at number three right now in the country. Wow. wow. Uh, so, well, you know what? Lord. Well, then that bodes well for the game against Notre Dame in a few years, yes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, you know what? Uh, Notre Dame is actually number one in the in the country right now. For yeah, I'm game. telling you, that, that, right, that dude, Marcus Freeman, is an impressive guy. He was a Brulesworth finalist the, the COVID year, and uh, when he was, he was defensive coordinator at Notre Dame, he's, he's impressive. But how about that? Even yeah. being the top. Now, again, things can change, yeah, but sure. right mm-hmm. now, uh, it's, it's, it's almost. Most uncharted water for the Razorbacks. It just to be that high. Yeah, well, oh my no, God. The Pittman's been there, obviously, with Georgia. Well, but yeah, has, but, but, but for yeah. us, no. But as a Razorback fan, 
You know what? That that nineteen eighty class, eighty one class, man. That was yeah, when you want to go tough. back. You know what? You know what? You know what? Sad, they didn't rank them as like they do no, now. No, so listen. What were you star wise? I think I well, I want to say I was a four, but I mean, I was the first team all state in Florida. But you I, were a four. I was an undersized guy. Now, listen, listen, that's a nineteen eighty one four. <laughs> you know what that is today? I might have been a three or four. I don't know what I was. But, you know uh, what? You don't worry about it. We'll tell you what it was. <laughs> but you know, I, but you know what? Though, I love though, Danny, doing like HJ uh, trailer sales for sponsoring each. each week mm-hmm. i love the story about cooper cup a guy who really got no offers and that you would th- you would think hey i'm gonna tell you young man when you, even though you're not getting a lot of attention from fbs schools one day you're gonna become the best receiver in the nfl and be mvp of the super bowl mm-hmm. how how crazy good of a well, story you know, one is that thing danny is uh you know when we were doing the hog hustle danny was still keeping up with guys that um, you know, they had FBS offers or, you know, they weren't full full rides or whatever, and they may have gone to a UCA or, or saw an FCS school, and Danny does a good job still keeping up with those guys yeah, uh, yeah. after the fact. Well, I appreciate that, but, yeah, Cooper Cup, you know what, Baz, the, the day after the Super Bowl, somebody put together his college highlight film, and I'm sitting there going, how in the world did everybody <laughs> miss on that? Have yes, y'all watched really? that? Uh-uh, it's uh-uh. sick, man. He, he is insane. So really? probably really no surprise that he's going on to do so well. But, uh, man, I'll tell you what, those guys can come out of nowhere. And, and we're not obviously perfect at our craft. Sure. We're going to miss some guys. And uh, so is the NFL. For it happens. Fact. It, ha- it makes it you think happens. that everybody's got a whole bunch of – because you're not having to travel everywhere. Uh, you know, let me ask you mm-hmm. this. What percentage of that now, COVID aside, do uh, uh, coaches go and want to get eyes on a player uh, as opposed to a film? Yeah, no, I, I think it's a it's a valid question. And, and what's crazy to me, guys, is Sam Pittman's going into his third year here. Yes. And he, he has yet to enjoy a spring evaluation period, which, Dave, you know, I mean, going back years and years, that's where yeah. you can make a sure. lot of connections on the road. You bet. And he, he hadn't even been able to do that yet, obviously, with COVID uh, running through last year and the NCAA not allowing coaches to go out in the spring. Yeah, sure, they made up for it in the fall to a certain extent, but I'm looking forward to this spring evaluation period. I think they've already gone over 300 offers already for this class, and it's really early. So I'm curious as to you know how much, uh, how many more offers are produced by the spring evaluation period. To answer your question, Roger, I think you know every coach in the country wants to verify size, speed, character, gotcha. grades, all those things in person. Ah, I got you. You, you, know, gotcha. what, you, you know what's crazy? Answer, you know, we were talking about how much these guys are getting paid, these coaches. It's just crazy because it's, it's, it's TV money. It's worth all this. But, but, but I'll tell you this much. I tell you where coaches earn their money. This darn recruiting game, Danny, is nuts. How much time, efforts, notes, message. As a matter of fact, the other day, you know, I'm, I'm from Panama City, Florida. Uh, uh, the uh, the the uh, special teams coach uh, Scott coach um, Fountain. Fountain. Co- coach Fountain was at my high school, and so one of the coaches yeah. called me say, hey, "Listen, you, one of your Arkansas guys is here." I mean, how many how much ground is covered by a staff? It's yeah. I think if people really knew, they would be blown away how much effort and time it takes to do this recruiting game. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you know, uh, it's crazy. It, it's it's crazy nowadays because of social media too you know right. that, that brings a whole new element to it kids are kind of in charge of their own destiny to a certain extent when it right. comes to their own film uh, contacting coaches on their own so there's a lot of stuff that you know they don't have to tell us anymore they're doing it themselves so that's a little bit of a different dynamic nowadays but and the recruiting calendar itself 
Um, you know, it's it's pretty much nonstop throughout the calendar year. Now you throw in all the transfer portal stuff on top of that. It it's a different animal now, but but one that we still enjoy covering. Gotcha. Well, Danny, you do a great job, buddy, and uh, we sure. appreciate you. Always good to talk to you. Have a great weekend this Thank weekend, you, brother. I Thanks, appreciate Danny. Y'all. All right, Danny West. Danny West.